Hello and welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I'm Nick Axelrod-Welk and I'm flying solo today. Annie is otherwise engaged, not to a person, but to a professional commitment. And I decided that I was just going to power through it and take the training wheels off, so to speak, and do this myself for a minute. The thing I want to talk about, though, this week is a little a little indie boutique called Ulta, which I had been to before. There's one about 10 minutes from my house. Actually, it's much closer than the nearest Sephora, but I never really spent more than five minutes in an Ulta. I have picked up things that I've ordered online, or if I can't find something, I literally like walked in and walked out. But this time, I had jury duty this week, and I got out about an hour before I had to be home to see my baby. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go into Ulta. I want to be sold. I want to be convinced to buy things. I felt like I needed some bronzing thing, like a tinted moisturizer, I guess, or something like I I just feel I'm feeling old. And so I wanted some kind of like tint with a little bit of moisturization. I wanted maybe something like Annie's product of the week a few weeks ago, which was a contour pen brush. And then you know what, I didn't know what else I wanted. I didn't know what else I needed. So into Ulta, I went, I spent about, I would say 45 minutes in Ulta. And My impressions. Number one, salespeople, very helpful. And you hear all this stuff about how Ulta and Sephora are sort of neck and neck and always trying to, you know, outdo one another. Um, But my first impression with Ulta, which I think should be obvious to anyone who's ever shopped in Ulta, is that there are many more mass brands represented than in Sephora. There's Nick's and there's like sort of the CVS drugstore-esque brands. And then there are some higher end brands like Anastasia Beverly Hills, or I believe there's NARS and brands like that. I found the organization of the Ulta a little confusing. So with the Sephora, you walk in and you see makeup and then behind makeup is skincare or sometimes now skincare is in the front, but then there's hair care and then fragrances on the back wall. You always sort of like are able to orient yourself no matter what Sephora you go into. With this Ulta, I felt a little confused because here's makeup over here and then there's nails and then there's skin and then there's more makeup and then there's like a hair salon in the back. So I found that a little bit confusing. But anyway, as a new customer, I bought $250 worth of products. I also received a special gift with purchase. This is the La Roche-Posay Dermatologist Recommended Skincare Routine by Board Certified Dermatologist Dr. Alexis Stevens. They have a quote from her. This is the ideal essential kit for maintaining healthy, radiant skin. It includes all the important skincare steps, including prep, treat, moisturize, and protect the skin. (laughs) Okay. It comes with a cleanser, a serum, a face moisturizer, and a sunscreen. And they're all like little tester sizes. I'm opening it up for ASMR. Yeah, they're little tiny babies. But that was free, and I love free things. What else did I get? So first things first was 
I wasn't any more specific with the woman who helped me in the store about what I wanted out of this like moisturizer, tinted moisturizer, bronzing gel, whatever. I just wanted something that like smoothed out my skin, made me look a little bit healthier than I probably am. And she pointed me directly and I said I wanted light coverage, nothing that felt cakey or looked like makeup. And she sent me directly or she brought me rather directly to Clarins, Paris, interesting place to be sent. And to specifically the UV plus anti-pollution multi-protection sunscreen multi-protection tint. What she liked about it is that it was oil free, which she said for men is good. It's a super lightweight texture and it's not as buildable as some things, I guess. So it's not, there's not really any coverage. It's more of just like tint and glow, I guess. And I was curious about it. My other takeaway from this product was that she was describing it as basically clean beauty, Clarins in general, which I thought was interesting that that is the impression that people have about Clarins because that's certainly not the impression that I have about Clarins. It does have fragrance and pegs and silicones, but, you know, who am I to judge? Actually, you know what? I lied. This doesn't have fragrance. There you go. So that was my UV plus multi-protection sunscreen tint. My biggest issue is I don't want something that like gets into my like beard follicles. Okay. Then we were on to this sort of bronzer contour stick. And for me, she said the biggest issue because I didn't want anything that had like shine or illumination in it was going to be finding something that didn't have glitter. She brought me to Anastasia Beverly Hills to a product called the Stick Contour and Highlight in the color Fawn. And she said usually she finds these contour sticks too ashy, like a little bit too gray. But we had tried a couple others and they were all really too orange for my skin. And so this one she thought would work the best. She said basically, and I also learned this in a Gucci Westman, Westman Atelier video, you start under the cheekbone with the stick and you draw it all the way to your hairline. So I'm doing it like that in, uh, in the camera on this video zoom. And Fawn is like kind of a light color, but she was like, you're not you know, trying to be a Kardashian, are you? And I said, no. And then she also told me to buy a beauty blender. This is my first beauty blender I've ever bought. And she said, it's better than fingers and you just wash it with your face wash, which seemed like an easy way to take care of a makeup product. And then you just blend it in and it just gives you a little bit more dimension because as you get older, as I've gotten older, I used to have very defined cheekbones and now they're like flat, like pancakes. So I bought a beauty blender I had a choice between black and pink. I got black. I got my contour stick. And then as I was waiting in the checkout line, they have all of these little things like these grab and go impulse purchase products. So I was impulsive and I bought two things. One is the First Aid Beauty ingrown hair pads with BHA and AHA. So I was excited that these specifically targeted ingrown hairs. I've got curly hair, and so I get a lot of ingrowns on my neck and on my, I guess, like under my chin. And I'm going to start shaving a lot more just to clean things up. 
facially for me. And I thought these would be good to start using because I, I would like to avoid those bumps, which seem to take forever to go away. And then the second thing I got, which I think was a mistake, was Tarte's iconic ultra creamy shape tape concealer in a shade called Light Sand, which I put on. I mean, this was basically just because I always look tired now that I have a kid. And so I put on this concealer under my eyes yesterday before I got home from work. And as I got home, my husband, Casey, was like, are you wearing makeup? And I was like, yeah, I'm wearing concealer. He was like, you look like really pale and washed out. And I was like, okay, so maybe maybe I got the wrong shade. But I, that was, again, it was an impulse purchase. And now that I'm putting it on this Zoom, I can see that I did, in fact, get the wrong color. And then the one final thing I got, which was actually taking a step back with the help of the sales associate, I wanted a moisturizer that made me look bright and glowy, but also was super hydrating. And she again brought me back to Clarins. So either she really loves Clarins and we've been sleeping on Clarins or they just were in the store doing a training, but she took me to the extra firming energy glow plus complex radiance boosting wrinkle control day cream which in, <laughs> it contains kangaroo flower, organic mitrocarpus extracts, and an anti-pollution complex goji berry extract, apricot oil, paprika, I don't know, all these things. And she again was describing this as a clean beauty, but the fourth ingredient is silicone, and then there are dyes in here, and it definitely smells like perfumey, but maybe it's all, it's natural fragrances. Oh, no, no, there's perfume. Okay, so whatever. Their education person in Southern California is doing a wonderful job, and I will report back on all of these products. What I liked about the Clarins Extra Firming Energy product was that I do trust Clarins with anything like glow or tan related since they have such good tanning products. But I like that it kind of is a little bit of like an orange color. I'll like put a swipe of it on Instagram so that like you're already kind of giving it like your skin a little bit of a glow. It also feels really nice going on. So I'm excited about all my products. Thank you to Ulta. Thank you to the sales associate who helped me. And maybe one of these will be my product of the week. But it's too, it's way too early to tell. And it won't be the ultra creamy shape tape in light sand because as my husband pointed out, it makes me look pale and gross. Anyway, time for top stories. So right before we started recording, Annie was too busy. She had other commitments during this exact recording time, but she was not too busy. And at the exact same moment, we DM'd each other a post from Trend Mood that announced or that I guess revealed the first image from Road Beauty, Haley Bieber's forthcoming skincare line. It was a teaser image that just came out with Haley posing with a donut. And apparently, according to Trend Mood, it will all be priced under $30. There's a serum, there's a cream, there's some sort of a mask. It looks like our friend Stevie Dance shot the image, which is a really pretty image. So I'm excited to see the rest of the campaign roll out. And I feel like this is what everyone, I mean, 
Let me walk that back. This is what Annie and I, this is the celebrity skincare brand that Annie and I have been anticipating for quite some time. So excited to finally see what it is. I hope the products are really good. What's sort of funny is the whole donut, the skin like a glazed donut feels very glossy to me, but maybe she's taking it in a different direction. In other news, Desiem, the Canadian founded skincare umbrella company that was called Desiem because it was supposed to be 10 brands, just announced that they were shutting down four of their 10 brands. They're shutting down HIF, H-I-F, Hylamide, Abnomaly, and the Chemistry brand. And they're going to be focusing on The Ordinary, obviously, and they're also going to be focusing on Niod, which I guess is their more premium price skincare brand. And they're, they're allowing people to still buy the brands that they're shutting down as long as they're stock and then they're just not making any more of them. They said, quote, we are refocusing our attention on science first functional skincare. Obviously, this seems like a move that their parent company, their new parent company, Estee Lauder, has convinced them to make to focus on where their business is, which is certainly in these like ingredient focused skincare products from the ordinary. And I just think it's funny because their name meant 10. Anyway, Paris Jackson, the daughter of Michael Jackson, is the new face of KVD Beauty, (laughs) not to be confused with the brand started by Kat Von D because KVD now stands for something like something Veritas Decorum or something. Hold on, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It stands for Cara Veritas Decora. I was so close, which is Latin for value, truth, beauty. And Paris Jackson was really inspired, so she says, by their commitment to both tattoos and makeup or something. In other news, Dr. Bronner's crazy bottle of soap that you can find in basically every Whole Foods and every grocery store and every drugstore announced on their own Instagram that they're offering ketamine therapy to their employees. More power to them. For those actually wondering, I've still not taken my single dose of prescription ketamine. (laughs) I'm scared. And I decided not to move forward with Mindbloom, the company that I had signed up with, just because it all felt weird to like have a not doctor zooming with me for like an hour and a half while I like took this pill. I was like, "Uh, this is weird to me. I don't want to do this. It's sitting on my nightstand. I don't think I'll ever take it. But hopefully Dr. Bronner's is instituting a different system for which they will help employees seek ketamine therapy. But TBD on that. If there are any Dr. Bronner's employees listening to this podcast, please get in touch. We would love to understand how these services are being offered. I guess these two stories are less beauty news stories and more just general interest stories. One that I just found funny, Selena Gomez this week, she released number one at Tinted Moisturizer, which is sold out in the shade that I thought would be mine, so I haven't ordered it yet. But number two, she also announced that she hasn't been on the internet in four and a half years. Has not been on the internet. Let that sink in. She says, quote, I am happier. I am more present. I connect more with people. Number one, I call bullshit. There's no way she has been on the internet. How does she like 
how does she function? Also, like, what about news? Like, what about being informed about anything? I understand, like, not reading the comments, but I just don't. That seems a little bit extreme. Also, because she's running an internet brand, which is her own brand, plus Rare Beauty, which is sold in store at Sephora, but also, I imagine, has an enormous internet presence. So for her not to really be poking around seems a little bit uh, suspect. But I do understand taking internet breaks, taking social media breaks. I haven't done it. I don't know if I could do it, but more power to her. And this is a final story that I'm surfacing in honor of Annie, which is that a recent study published in an actual medical journal confirmed that microplastics for the first time were found in human blood. So this is, I guess, disclaimer, like a 22% study, which seems like an incredibly tiny group to like extrapolate anything from, anything meaningful, but The Guardian reported this. So I guess the journal that it was published in is really legit. 17 out of the 22 participants in the study, or around just under 80% of the participants, had plastic particles in their bloodstream. Half of the samples contained PET plastic, which is in drink bottles. A third of them contained polystyrene, which is used for like food packaging. And a quarter of the blood samples contained polyethylene, which is what plastic bags are made out of. So we're all basically turning into plastic. And I think about this all the time. Single-use plastic is so unavoidable in my life, and maybe I'm just not thinking outside the box enough, but... For example, I go to Erwan, I give all my money to Erwan, which is an organic grocery store in LA. And it's like all the foods seem and probably are incredibly nourishing and healthy for you, but everything is packaged in so much plastic. And I just don't know which, <laughs> now that we know that it's in the bloodstream in 80% of us, you know, which is worse, like eating non-organic food or eating things that are covered in plastic. I don't really know the answer to that. And the final story that I wanted to touch on this week is, I guess, sort of like the writing on the wall and something that a lot of us who are within the industry know. But the supply chain crisis in the United States is pretty dire. And an article in the New York Times that was published last month basically said that there is very little chance that it will improve this year. Particularly, there's incredible chaos at ports, including the Port of Los Angeles. There are apparently containers that have piled up just at the port that have not been collected. It seems like completely chaotic. And the chief economist at Flexport, which is a freight forwarding company in San Francisco, said, quote, it's unlikely to happen in 2022 and my crystal ball gets murky further out. This just means that Everything from cars to washing machines to refrigerators to beauty products, <laughs> everything that we rely on that comes from another country or is transported by sea will be delayed. And it's funny because we're sort of seemingly emerging from the pandemic, even though Nancy Pelosi, this is Thursday morning, Nancy Pelosi just confirmed she had COVID, but allegedly we're emerging from the pandemic and what we're, I think, 
seeing now is like the long-term ramifications in the economy and in the supply chain and how that will, you know, impact us all in all of our daily lives. The supply chain stuff within my business has been super challenging. It's like once in a lifetime issues that decision makers are facing and it's hard enough to run a business and to run a business, you know, start a business in a pandemic and then sort of in the face of this supply chain crisis is particularly challenging. So there's that. And on that positive note, I think we'll leave it for the week. We'll put a pin in the news and we will move on to everyone's favorite segment, product of the week. So at some point, in the Into the Gloss days, I created this feature. I think it was called Things We Finish. And the idea being that like as beauty editors, we're getting all this free stuff all the time. And so like <laughs> beauty products sort of lose their value. And certainly like if you're using one face cream and you get distracted by another one that someone sends you, it's easy to get derailed and you never finish anything. However, like the things that you do finish mean something. They mean that you've actually enjoyed your experience. And so I had one that I thought I should give a little bit of love to. And it's sort of a funny one to me. So it is the Elemis Pro Collagen Marine Cream SPF 30. It's a broad spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen plus a moisturizer. And I am basically done with this entire jar, it comes in a jar. You guys know I hate a jar, but I like how quickly it sinks into my skin. I like that it has SPF. I'm horrible at putting SPF on. I'm super sensitive. My eyes are very sensitive to SPFs and they sting and I hate them. And this one doesn't make me feel bad. It does have a fragrance. Again, I'm like not <laughs> practicing my fragrance free lifestyle. But you know what? Like fragrance and skincare is sometimes nice if you're not super sensitive. It's not an overpowering fragrance. It's a very clean fragrance, not old lady or anything. And I put it all over my face and on my neck. And I just feel like I'm doing something a little bit better than just a facial moisturizer because let's face it, there's no chance I'm going to put a facial moisturizer and a sunscreen on. It doesn't have any kind of a finish. So I'm excited actually to see what this Clarins one that I got at Ulta does, but it just feels nice. It lasts all day. It doesn't seep into my eyes, which I appreciate. And it lasted me probably two months. So I'm going to give you the price on this. So here is the catch. The Elemis Pro Collagen Marine Cream, which you can buy at Derm Store at Neiman Marcus at Ulta, is $132. But in its defense, on the Alta website, it gets a 4.6 rating and has 1,796 reviews. So, I mean, and for those of you who are not big ratings people, that's a lot of reviews and a really high rating for a skincare product. So the people must be liking it for a reason. I really liked it. Even on Amazon, it gets a 4.6, 1,665 reviews. It's like a very good moisturizer, and you kind of feel a little bit velvety. It looks like you can actually buy a smaller tub of it. A 15 ml tube 
for $48 on the LMS website if you just want to try it, see if you like it. 30 ml tub for $89. But again, can 1,796 people be wrong? Yes. But are they in this case? I don't think so. With that, I think I've wrapped it up. I've done this very quickly without my beloved Annie. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Hopefully I'll have some things to say about my Alta Hall and we'll be reunited with my sister from another mother. Eyewitness Beauty is produced by Jessamyn Molly of Seaplane Armada. Our theme music is by Danny Presant and our cover art is by Simon Abronowitz. Please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's how people discover us and how we kind of bubble up in search and things, I think. Hi at eyewitnessbeauty.com to email us, nick at eyewitnessbeauty.com, annie at eyewitnessbeauty.com. Please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash eyewitnessbeauty. We do this podcast for the love of you and for the love of beauty. And so your subscriptions really do make a dent and the checks that we're writing every month to make this podcast happen. We appreciate it. And honestly, enjoy every day. Tomorrow is not guaranteed and neither is next week. But in the event that we do see next week, we will have a podcast out. So talk to you then. Bye.